Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 136 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host, who is getting ready at the last minute today. Please introduce yourself. Just had to swing my mic over. Hello, crisis actors. It's Mary. Yes, they wouldn't be able to hear you without the microphone pulled towards you. I almost forgot that part. Yeah, you gotta have, <laughs> you gotta have the headphones and the microphone. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a package deal. Mm-hmm. We have a guest host today. Please introduce yourself. That's right. I am Sour Patch Lids. I am guest hosting today, mm-hmm. along with my pals on Pop Culture Crisis, and I wanted to address this question. It says, now that Luke's back, will he secretly change Lydia's name on the screen to Linda? I have never had my name on the screen, nope. nor has anyone else on the show. I actually, and, and come, to, and come to think of it, before we get started, I think I forgot because I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm so angry about this first topic today that oh I've been gosh. very distracted. <laughs> he was uh, When we go into first Rightfully topic, so. when we go into first topic today, it's likely going to say Hannah Claire's name there. So I'm just <gasps> giving everyone a, oh, a heads Hannah up Claire today. Woo! B- b- beforehand. Uh, yeah, I'm guys, uh, this first topic involving Ezra Miller, uh, I don't know if it's just because of the how I woke up today. I was just not in the mood for it and reading stuff like this. Um, it infuriates me. It upsets me. And it's just, um, it's the hypocrisy, it's the criminality, it's every element of this, but we'll get into it. So we have uh, Ezra Miller um, involved in what uh, basically allegations of grooming from uh, parents of this teenage girl uh, on top of uh, a whole host of other stuff. And then we've got, um, we're also going to talk about the Netflix CEO talking about how he believes it would be impossible at this point for him to be uh, the CEO of like a a media company in like the current cultural landscape uh, of this country right now. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, Jurassic World having what they say are... um, that, thank you. Thank That's you. my chat went up. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that, uh, and we're also going to talk about Jurassic World Dominion having mixed reviews, which seems almost inconsequential compared to to a lot of this stuff. And uh, maybe I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today, but this is just very frustrating. <laughs> I so, can tell. <laughs> uh, if you guys are ready, you want to just get right into it. We're Let's ready. Do it. All right. So the first topic here says uh, parents uh, Ezra Miller parents say actors taken control of daughter oh, ask no. court for protective <laughs> order. Um, and then I'm going to change. Yes, the name is, is wrong there. I apologize. Uh, before we get uh, before we get started, there we go. All right. So it says, Ezra Miller is not only a bad influence. Uh, they're in danger. By the way, they're going to respect his pronouns here. 
I'm at about the end of my rope. So if I mistake, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> no one cares. If you've angered anymore. Brett, yeah. it's, it's over Seriously. for you. They're, they're a danger to Make the well-being of an 18-year-old woman, at least according to her parents, who are asking a court to step in and keep the actor away from her. Now, here's the problem. Uh, yes, uh, I, I am Delayed one of the first... reaction. I am one of the first people to, um, to say that you cannot groom somebody who's 18 years old. But this has been going on since this person, this child, was... 12. 12 and we're going to get through yeah. it. I'm going to read the whole article today. A lot of people complain that like I, I, I jump around in articles to kind of foster the conversation. They prefer I re you read the whole well, article. This is just the basic info yes. and then we're going to discuss. And it's, it is almost shocking when, when you read this. So it says, according to new legal docs obtained by TMZ, Dakota Iron Eyes met a then 23-year-old Miller in 2016 when she was just 12 years old. And the actor was visiting the Standing Rock Reservation in North Dakota. From there, Dakota's parents say that she and Ezra developed a friendship that uh, they believe puts Dakota at risk. Dakota's parents say Miller flew her to London in 2017 to visit the studio where Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was filmed uh, as she was a big fan and Miller was a star in the movie. At the time of the trip, they say Dakota was 14 and Miller was 25. Okay, we talked the other day about Elvis Presley in the in the stuff with uh, what was uh, Priscilla, Priscilla Presley the, the egregious okay. involvement of Priscilla Presley's parents and and so at the very least this family seems to be he still shouldn't have been allowed to fly a, a after child. we looked at that story we were speculating maybe it has to do with the fact that it was a different era but this is kind of showing that this stuff still goes on um, parents are still neglecting to protect their children yes. from people in Hollywood. Feels like they want to now, but it's like I mean, it's too but then it's late. like this started when your daughter was twelve was years old. A preteen. She was in communication with a twenty-three-year-old man, and then he flew her out alone and so, allegedly gave her mind-altering substances. We're, we're gonna later on. I, I'm not even wow it gets more it gets more <laughs> insane the more you read so it says <laughs> Dakota's parents say Miller flew her to London in 2017 to visit the set of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them uh, where it was filmed as she was a big fan and Miller was a star so remember she was 14 he was 25 as the friendship continued you and that's not even a friendship a 25 year old and a 14 year old do not just Right. Be, of, of opposite sexes are not just randomly nope. friends. That's I'm sorry. Not, right. yeah, not 12 say, and 23, to, not 14 and 25. To say otherwise is being willingly throwing your hand in the sand and pretending like this isn't, isn't happening. That's gross. Uh, as the friendship continued, Dakota's parents claim Ezra supplied their underage daughter with alcohol, marijuana, and LSD. No the same thing happened to Priscilla Presley. Mm -hmm. And Elvis Presley talking about what was he it? Uh, give her sedative pills and, and uh, probably other things and, up, and uppers. So it says not not only that they claim that Ezra, best known as the Flash in DC uh, in the DC superhero films, disrupted Dakota's schooling at a private institute in Massachusetts so much so that she dropped out in December of 2021. The parents say that they flew uh, Miller. They flew to Miller's Vermont home in January to get their daughter and discovered she hadn't had she didn't have her driver's license, car keys, bank card, and other items needed to navigate life independently so she's effectively what does that make her a prisoner that makes her a prisoner uh, uh you're Kidnap literally maybe uh, she doesn't realize it but, yeah, but that is factually what is happening uh they also say that they found bruises on dakota's body which they allege as her caused oh, which we know that. he has a history of doing given right. all of the arrests and violence towards is women known for lashing out in public imagine the lengths that he might go to in private when he knows he won't be held accountable <laughs> oh, thank you right off guard yeah me off guard yep. <laughs> um 
Shortly after she got home, Dakota's parents say she fled to New York City to reunite with Ezra, and from there, the pair have been traveling together to Vermont, Hawaii, and Los Angeles. The two were spotted at a club in Hawaii in a video obtained by TMZ. <laughs> Uh, as we've reported, Miller got arrested several times during his stay in Hawaii, including an incident where he allegedly attract, attacked bar patrons. There's also the him threatening uh, a police officer with a, uh, a hate crime for not um, respecting the, uh, his pronouns. Um, the, the hypocrisy and the gall uh, of such behavior is truly sociopathic. Uh, in the docs, uh, Dakota's parents state Ezra used violence, intimidation, threats of violence, Fear, paranoia, delusions, and drugs to hold sway over our uh, a young adolescent Dakota. Remember, this isn't an 18-year-old that he met when she was 18. This is a child yep. that he has spent all this time with over several years as she's supposed to be finding her way into adulthood with the help of her family, friends, close loved ones, not somebody that does not live with her where she's traveling to spend time with them and, not, uh, and cutting off contact with her family. Right. I think that people don't know what grooming is because mm-hmm. over the course of the weekend, I was super blackpilled because there were a bunch of drag shows that featured children stuffing dollar bills into g-strings of oh what i was confidently reassured were actually female performers as if that makes it in any way better i'm restraining do, myself do you remember story. when when dads used to stop their daughter from going out and said you can't go out of the house yes, like that i like, do remember that you apparently can't do that anymore because that would be like that's that's what they're saying like people don't know what grooming is brett mm-hmm. they do not they don't recognize the fact that having kids in these environments is literally normalizing this to them and this is a particularly egregious example because yes. this is this is along the lines of actual abuse not just uh, grooming into a uh, future behavior but right. literal actual very abuse. targeted and ezra very miller is like the prime example of like if this is all true thank you of a groomer who would is has such a distorted view of the relationship and himself that he really believes that's a relationship of equals mm. Wrong. They're the one who always talk about power dynamics. They yeah, love seriously. to talk about power dynamics. And I'm uh, okay. This is the other. And they even said uh, the parents say Ezra's decided Tokata is non-binary transgender. Oh, he decided that. Yes. Interesting. Uh, well, where she had previously declared herself non-binary like queer gay. Imposing some identity that on, is his onto her. I'm, I'm, I'm at the end of my move. rope with yeah, this stuff. Honestly. I'm going to let Mary, when we get to the end here, she's going to read this paragraph and I have my own thoughts about it. She posted her own unverified statement on yes. Instagram so, so responding to these we'll, rumors. We'll, fi- we'll finish this first. It says, it seems to... Ca- uh, to uh, Taco- uh, is it Takata? Takata. Takata, Takata yeah. is aware of her parents' concerns. She recently took to social media to say that she's mentally stable and her comrade Ezra, that's a red flag <laughs> okay, right there, has stable. been a help in no. her life. She also <laughs> says she's gotten a therapist and is looking forward to the future. Before I go on, I'm sick to death of therapist being a badge of honor and not being something where you actually work red through flag. and make your life better. It's literally looked at as something that you're bragging about how much help you need and I'm, I'm, I'm sick of well, it. Well, the fact like, is like you can tell... A mental health professional anything and yeah. they don't have someone else's side of the story it's an indulgence in narcissism anyways because it's just want. they can and they can yeah. just talk about themselves yep. i'm it's sure just, if any professional heard about this the real details of this yeah. relationship they would see red flags takata's parents are asking the court to step in and issue an order of protection against ezra on behalf of their daughter and a hearing is set for next month it won't matter She's 18 now. Yeah. This should have been done years ago. This is too late. And, and I think her parents are to blame for this. Y- yes. Uh, so right. I want you to read. Uh, do you have it pulled up yeah. here? All right. We're going to go through her statement here um, uh, and go ahead just uh, from sure. the top. Sorry, guys. We're going to read all of this. You really have to to understand how insane this is. You have From to her point of from view, the whole point she of view. does not understand that 
this is inappropriate in any way. Because yet. mentally, she's she's still a, right. a child. Yeah. She's only she's right. only just turned eighteen, and she's been under the thumb, uh, uh, what would seem to be the thumb of uh, an older adult who is using her. That's what uh, does. Yes. So just go ahead okay. and, and read the statement. I'd like to make a statement to acknowledge the tragedy that is the narrative of the general public and the assumptions made on my behalf by my family and friends regarding my stability and otherwise. I dropped out of Bard five months ago. My friend and comrade William passed shortly thereafter. My mind was incredibly impacted and I've needed space and time for the processing of grief. My comrade Ezra Miller for the entirety of the aforementioned era has only provided loving support and invaluable protection throughout this period of loss. I'm in no way or under any circumstance have ever been during my short-lived adulthood in need of a conservatorship. My father and his allegations hold no weight and are frankly transphobic and based in the notion that I'm somehow incapable of coherent thought or opposing opinions to those of my kindred worrying about my well-being. I'm now aware of the severity of emotional and psychological manipulation I was made to endure while in my parents' home. I'm an adult, and wow. I deserve to feel authority in my own body. I'm tired of wondering whether or not cops will show up to section me on a daily basis. I've decided upon a therapist, and I'm excited to now engage in a conversation with a mental health professional about my anxiety and probable depression. It's no, it's no one's business. My choices are my own. And as to the nature of police intervention in my case, it is unnecessary and it's a waste of time and resources. This bout of blatant betrayal and toxicity my parents and others have chosen to punish me with has been desperately embarrassing and traumatically life-altering. Relationships in my life have been grossly affected, some detrimental detrimentally so. This behavior is unacceptable and needs to be called out. Wow. 12, the depths of brainwashing the, uh, in this young woman. One of my biggest issues with society right now is that people who are clearly uh, suffering are just smart enough to coherently form sentences that explain what they're going through, but don't it's, actually make them any right. less uh, of a person that's suffering. It's so easy to misrepresent a situation in your freaking notes app yeah. behind your phone posting that on instagram and we're just supposed to believe that i'm um, just i'm i'm flabbered like this, <laughs> this is the, these are the people that lecture you these are the people that tell you how to live your life and that uh, what you believe is wrong or backwards or sideways mm -hmm. I, I i mean thankfully people in the comments seem to be opposing what she's saying mm -hmm. i saw one comment that said your parents are worried about you with reason you're associating with someone who is on a downward spiral of their own not to mention a groomed child is not going to realize it while they are literally living with the groomer you mary do you remember being 18 yep is this the kind of thing you would have said i don't think i would don't have been so. in a situation like this i remember but being i know i know i would be <laughs> in a situation like this either but i remember being 18 and people used to try to tell me compassionately oh this isn't this you'll think differently when you're older when i was 18 i didn't want kids i literally went to the doctor when i was like 21 and i was like can you please tie my tubes and she's like no you're not old enough and i was like throwing a fit i was like this isn't fair you don't know what you're talking about and then like you know eight or ten years later i'm like oh yeah no you're totally right so the people commenting 
I just remember what it was like listening to people say, oh, you don't mm-hmm. know what you're talking about. You don't listen. You don't listen. You don't. And she has been groomed. And not only that, she's incredibly young and has no idea what she's talking about. So I feel bad for her. Her parents should have not allowed it to get this bad. She was not 18 when they, when he was supplying her showing, with drugs like, and alcohol. Right. They Celebrities think that they can get away with literally anything. And unless he actually faces consequences for this, they're right. Yeah. They yeah. can get away with yeah. whatever they want to do can. to children. DC, it is time to, and I don't say this lately, scrap the $150 million movie and yeah. get rid of this dude. Honestly. It's been, it's been time. It's been past been time. time. This is like, I'm one of those people that looks at the industry as like, look, it's an insert. It's it, when it comes to surmounting odds, the money they have can get them over just, thank you. Yes. The money they have can get them over just about anything, right? This is not something, it, it's beyond damage control now. Right. This is about whether it's like you're promoting, he's going to get royalties and he's going to get, he's going to make profit off of however much money this does. And I'm not one to, uh, I'm not saying that they should remove him and keep the movie. I think just scrap it all together right. and, and just wash it from the do memory the right books. Thing. Do the right I don't thing. know what else to like, do in this case. You're it looking at someone who is already powerful because of their money and status and they're using it to hurt someone young and vulnerable and you're thinking let's give them more money and status yeah. more no, power not. more sway no like this should never happen again there's it, no excuse for that it's one of those things where you you'd like to assume that you know you're, you're an adult you can make decisions for yourself but you have been subjected to abuse from a young age you're at this point you need somebody looking out for you that is not Ezra Miller you need uh, I don't Duh. know I don't know what your relationship Ezra is. Miller can't even look out for himself, for himself. Yeah. he's as as that commenter said been on a, a downward spiral in the public eye for months yeah. years the it, he's not a mentally stable person and what are the parents doing like and and it's since too late. how did he how for did, six years this this celebrity has been in close communication with your with your daughter and now you decide it's time to take legal action. Yeah. So this reminds me not only of Priscilla, uh, Priscilla's parents when it came to Elvis, but it reminds me of the parents that I saw this weekend in the drag bar looking at these performers taking pictures of the performers with their kid because they want clout. Parents yep. are human too. I get it. And typically they're supposed to want to defend their young kids, but they fail just like everybody else. Uh, the only issue is that your failure no longer just affects you when you're a parent. There was nothing. Also, there was nothing phobic Insane. about these parents' yeah, actions. This is uh, the that actions. That language of, is uh, so clearly from Ezra Miller yes. influencing her. Right. In one of my problems against like, her parents. When they write stuff like this, it doesn't sound like it's written by a person. It sounds like it was written by uh, an algorithm, like uh, an algorithm yeah. or a PR person. It does not read like somebody you, who wrote it themselves. Yeah, you can weasel your way out of any PR situation. With yep. just a, a notes app a statement, I just I can't I can't like, do it anymore. Yeah, I, I I'm just, over it. Holy uh, cow. This is it's just, so blatant. It's, it's, it's just so. Um, nothing will come of this. Of nothing. Not. Like I like that <laughs> never it, does. If I, if we're gonna talk Blackfield, nothing will come of this. The movie will come out and we'll be over here and we'll like we'll be like I, I'm sure. Hey, nine, remember when this happened? Yeah. Oh wait, no one remembers. We've made nine videos about Ezra Miller in various contexts, and somehow it gets worse. And so, it was like, oh, funny, haha. He's like. You know, he doesn't like charging ladies, at someone whatever. in a bar, yeah. yeah, whatever. But like, 
that's and they're oh look at the arrest footage he's like calling it's, himself mixter it's, it's like, not funny that's anymore. cool yeah that's like we can laugh about that but this is like another level and no one cares i think there's a lesson to be taken away here like conservatives used to laugh at all this this stuff they're like oh wait till they get onto the real world and then they'll see what it's really like it's like no they got into the real world and they're like oh no we're gonna make the world into our own image and it's gonna be a problem Ezra Miller threatens cop with hate crime for using the wrong pronouns. The 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 ridiculous unmitigated gall mm, of, yes. of the, like only somebody <laughs> with absolutely no sense of uh, of shame. I'm just glad can, that can, like the studio believing that his casting was favorable because of his like androgynous look yeah. has so backfired onto them. And well, think about it like for yeah, other people who, who just live their lives, who may, who may identify with uh, the same pronouns as Ezra, who do live that life, who aren't causing trouble for thousands of people and who, who aren't single-handedly like lowering the rent in Hawaii. This is exactly and, like what's happening with Amber Heard. Yeah. She's making real victims suffer because yeah. she wanted fame and attention. Yes. So, so self-centered. There are normal people out there who just happen to uh, for whatever reason identify differently than you or I and I they're know. going to suffer because their right. people are going to think that they that this is the norm when this is just a broken person to begin we with. We also covered um I think in April it was either in May or April there was a TikTok posted by someone who claimed that they were previously in a relationship with Ezra Miller yep. and that he was abusive. Yep. Um and that person also had this um, non-binary identity. And I can't help but suspect this is like some way that he tries to take people's identities away from them. Yeah. So that, they have to stay in relationship with him. The, yeah. the part about him changing their gender, that was the scariest part to me. Like that's, that's creepy. That's, the part, that's literally somebody who believes that they have so much power over you, they can control who you are in the world. You have to believe it. Mm -hmm. It's factually correct. That's, Get a young um, enough person. So this per, uh, so Dakota Iron Eyes has a, uh, so they, they met each other because she's uh, an activist and he was doing something with, uh, so it says she'd been a prominent activist from a very young age she met Greta Thunberg uh, in 2019 oh and rallied She's against climate change in the in proposed Keystone XL pipeline she also appeared in an episode of Marvel's Hero Project on Disney Plus they all love to I don't know how many times a day like this show was literally designed to not talk about this stuff but somehow every actor is talking about this stuff because they're just encroaching upon yeah. it's like uh, the entire industry it's like Robin Roberts says we can all be uh, you know accidental activists I'm like what the does Get that even mean, dude? Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm over it. This is just, it's, uh, I'm over it. Uh, is, is there anything else that you're thinking about this other than the fact that this is insane that that the studio has not already, like, they, they should be, if they were in damage control before, how did they not know about this? It's never going to happen, and I'll tell you why, because this reminds me so much of the Elvis Presley thing and the Priscilla thing. They did nothing. They yeah. kept him in his contract. They kept giving him a bunch of money. He still had his fame and influence. Nothing ever happened to Elvis. Nothing will no ever happen to Elvis. talking about it now. At the, yeah. yeah, well, he's now, but being, no, he's dead. And scarily enough, both of them, both of the, the women involved, I, I thought we were supposed to protect women. You'd think, yeah. Isn't that, like, aren't they the ones talking about that all what the freaking time? Idea. Here's the deal. Women take a back seat to people who choose their own pronouns every effing time it's Every the time. it's the progressive so guys with eyeliner yeah honestly Soft boys. the patriarchy is winning 
Well, I'm just, I can't, I <laughs> yeah, can't I'm even right now. Um, we had some super, ch- like, I, I yeah. almost like, uh, there's like more to say, but it's, all of it is just down to this. But is, like, who are we saying it to? Yeah, no one. The void. The people watching right now, the people listening already know that this right. is evil, that this is awful, but it's, it's the people that will, in fact, the only way would be if you share, like if, if we, uh, like, I don't very, I very rarely share stuff like this because it tends to be very, um, Controversial, right? Yeah. You all, like you, you kind of almost have to in situations like this because people need to know that stuff. We don't like this aim is going to on. offend on here, no, right? But things like this happen, and it's part of the industry, and that's what this show is about. Pa- part of me feels like I was like I'm like a couple years late in wanting to do this because two years ago I'd be really angry. Now I'm just sad and tired yeah. and just over overtly just like not shocked by any of it whereas a couple years ago you knew this stuff was going on but you just kind of got really mad about it and the the hypocrisy made you mad and the indignancy made you mad now i'm just like of course well it's two it's wednesday of course of course some uh, somebody did something when awful. i saw this i was like oh there's there's that there's that but, but it's, huh? it's our instinct as human beings to protect children right so it's like when, sure he's punching a woman in a bar and that's stupid and ridiculous they were both drunk it's easy to laugh at that even though you probably shouldn't and uh dark humor can win out sometimes i don't want to joke about something like this i want people to actually pay attention and understand that people like this are that you do not let these people lecture you you not let as the ezra millers of the world lecture you on how to live your life and what you're supposed to be okay i'm just i'm beyond sick of it were there uh, super <laughs> chats should we just go to super chats yeah, to get more you got more to say chats. yeah Okay. <laughs> Clint Torres said, hi, people. Hello, Clint Hello, Torres. hello. Thank you. Hava Owen said, I feel like these parents know and hope to gain. Correct. Uh, yeah, the, 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 and I hold them just as responsible. They, they should have acted right. They should have acted far, uh, far yeah. sooner than this. But, you know, part of it is also they got her back. They put her in back into her private school. They clearly have money if I'm they can put her in. I'm hoping at the very least that they were just kept in the dark about yeah. this. And that's why they didn't act. But there's there's no way that you I, could. She, have she lied. went to London at 14 years old alone to see this man. Could she have fl- like lied and said she was going to see friends? And her parents just trusted her to go and see Maybe. friends, and she. But, but then again, it's like don't trust your underage child I, about where they're off. I to. don't like that they used their ethnic background to do stuff like activism. Mm. Meeting Greta Thunberg is not something a normal kid does. That is something the child of parents who want clout does, and I have no patience. For I, it. Just like Greta's parents. I'm not Seriously. even gonna like. I'm not gonna speak. I, I I didn't do any research on the parents any further yet, so I can't speak to what don't their motives are. They're prominent activists but, okay. yeah, as well. Um, like it. So um, I, Caper 2X said, is she transporting a minor across state lines? That's a good question. Are I mean, they? I don't know if you did. Tra- yeah. Yeah. Are they? Are they? Uh, uh, so, <laughs> probably different than um, his parents. Uh, so, yeah. Across I, I international waters. Yes. Yeah. What was, it? what was the, the law that we were talking about during the, the Priscilla Presley the something one? Something Act. Some the, creepy name. The Man Act. Yeah. The, man the creepy act? name. Um, the Man Act. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, transporting a minor across state lines for the purposes of like lewd behavior. Anyone. Or, something, or like. Yeah. A female, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that'll be little boys. Soon. Too bad for you. Too only bad. only matters if if we transport women across state lines. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but these people don't care about women because about get, non-binary the, the, minors. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's so convoluted. Um, <laughs> John Lee said, 
did she not take a second to reread what she wrote before posting? No. The answer is no. That is interesting. That. I wonder if her PR firm was like, just write it exactly what Does you she think. Does she have that? Never, there's no way she has a It was so badly I written. I, and actually, I do think it bad. might have just been a one-off note writing. Thing. Yeah. Uh, Hava Owens's last one here is exactly what I thought when I read this. It says, uh, it sounds like a PR ransom note. Yep. That's, that's what he did. It sounds like he stood around her, like walking like mm-hmm. around her in a circle while she typed it out on her phone. I'm just um, like say this and then say this. Yeah, like uh, the fact that she's been so uh, vehemently turned against her parents. It says a lot. Yep. Yeah, that just kind of sounds like part of being 18. But this gender. But it's also part of cult behavior. Someone a lot older than you telling you that they're on your side and that your parents don't know anything. Right. It's a combination of perfect storm. There are no winners in this situation. I hate it. It breaks my heart. All right. Uh, we're going to move on because this, to be honest, is a lighter material. Just, well, this, yeah, so kind of. Kind of. <laughs> so it says uh, Netflix co-founder th- says, thank goodness I am not the CEO of a major media company today. Amen. Yeah, you, you could end up being Warner Brothers having to figure out how to, to cover for your actor <laughs> who's in trouble for grooming children. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to that position? Uh, yeah. So uh, it says uh, leaders at mega co- companies like Netflix and Disney can no longer straddle the fence on cultural and political issues. Mm-hmm. That is an objectively true statement. They, yep. There's like, uh, I was thinking about it the other day. It's like, wouldn't it be nice if they just didn't do this anymore? But the world is so connected now and everybody's got something to complain about. They really can't just not say anything. Right. I guess you could take the approach of just never responding, but I don't think they can really do that either. Every time somebody complains, I just don't, I don't buy that they could actually get away with it. Um, your, your lack of response will be in turn interpreted as a response. Anyways, I know that our company doesn't have a policy about this, but I also know that one of Tim's practices is to simply not respond yeah, to stuff well, like this, especially well, drama, especially. Yeah. Oh, like, 100%. Uh, that's, like, I think that's a great rule of thumb. Don't, don't dignify. Don't, it. don't engage. So it says, uh, it says quote, uh, it says, all I'm going to say is thank goodness. I'm not the CEO of a major media company today. Mark Randolph, who uh, says Mark Randolph, uh, he served as Netflix's first CEO from its inception in 1997 to 2003. Uh, So he told this to Yahoo Finance in a new interview. We have a country that is becoming more and more polarized. There are people on either side. In the past, it was very straightforward to either ignore these issues or find some way to straddle them, but that has become increasingly difficult, uh, the former executive admitted, comparing modern-day leadership to a tightrope act. Randolph, who documented uh, his Netflix journey in his book, This uh, That Will Never Work, uh, went on to reference the company's the company's platform recent culture update uh, oh, to reference the platform's recent culture update. So the, the memo they sent out about uh, all memo. the stuff that, yeah, yeah. So we, we you guys have read that. <laughs> okay. We've talked about that on here. It says as a prime example of how companies can and should be more transparent. The streamer, which updated its company culture guidelines for the first time since 2017, clarified in its stance as a pure play media company, writing that, quote, not everyone will like or agree with everything on our service. Rather, quote, we let our vi- we let viewers decide what's appropriate for them versus what Netflix censorship uh, sp- rather that versus Netflix having excuse me guys I'm sorry versus having Netflix censor specific artists or voices so yeah that's what they should have been doing from the beginning let the people decide for themselves I think that this is just keeping up the appearance of being a free and open platform when they're anything but really the situation is that they want to have it both ways they want to they want to have cuties on the platform something of that nature and then they also want to have Dave Chappelle on the platform Mm -hmm. they don't really I mean obviously money is the 
the prime motivator for them, but they are very censorious and it's not a free and open platform. They don't care about freedom of expression and the the idea that they're trying to have something on the table for everyone, mm-hmm. for everyone's tastes, but not everything will satisfy the old school Every view customer. Right. for I, me would have just been that, fair. look, it's a, it's a for-profit entity. Its job is not to uh, appease everyone. Its job is to make money. At its heart, the job of this company is to profit. Sure. Uh, so like... Uh, I'm it, just saying there are no model of transparency no. and openness. They're, they're working on making an image of that, which I believe... Right. Is, as we've talked about with the monetization and um, appropriation of the concept of cancel culture and turning it into a marketable product, that's what's happening here is there people are... Turning Turning back to the concept of free speech, not in belief system or in actual yeah. principle, but in and a branding model. Now they're yeah. going to switch it around and be like, oh, you're pro free speech, but you don't want cuties right. on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. What about freedom of expression? Dave lack Chappelle of, fans. Lack of nuance and lack of any idea how to uh, interpret like the world. It's as like it context comes to you. no longer exists no context really is the enemy of a lot of uh, of these people so it says he added that all companies should continue to be honest and clear when it comes to official stances on various issues and ultimately let the customer decide netflix's cultural update uh, likely came in response to november employees walkout after the release of dave Chappelle's comedy special the closer which critics deem transphobic because everything that jokes about something that you like is, <laughs> is some type of it's, phobic it's really telling that uh, of like the type of people they employ that that's what has them doing a walkout An know? unbelievably mild and um not like yeah, sure. right like i just don't believe these people have principles they don't even the ones they claim to have which yeah. i hate well, they or, don't have or just Maybe. don't watch it <laughs> i just don't watch like there's there's all sorts of stuff that make jokes that i think are stupid and i just don't watch it and just don't talk about it's a it handy tool uh it's just, <laughs> Uh, competition Disney recently went through a similar employee uproar after CEO Bob Chapek was criticized for taking a soft stance on Florida's uh, parental rights bill in edu- uh, parental rights and education act. Blah blah blah. I don't care about the politics. We all know that it intersects with this, but it's the the concept here goes deeper than actual policy. The po- uh, the concept here and the content comes about uh, the polarization of our climate as a culture here in America. Uh, So Lee Cockrell, a former executive vice president of operations for the Walt Disney Resort, uh, told Yahoo Finance at the time that CEOs have to stand up quick on political issues. Adding politics is just part of life. You can't avoid it. Disney used to manage to do this before Bob Chapek uh, and his like uh, pipe dream of becoming president one day, Mm -hmm. which somebody pointed out when I was on IRLS that Bob Chapek or that uh, Bob Iger. I meant Bob Iger, not Bob Chapek. Bob Iger is apparently 71 and he looks fantastic for 71. I I thought he was in his 50s or his. Yeah, that's right. We talked about this. I think I thought he was in his 50s or his 60s. That dude, that's not going to be president. He's like, yeah, like. I think this this comment is interesting in the the context of this recent story. I mm-hmm. we didn't end up covering it on here because it was rather complicated, um, with lots of unverified details. But the the Disney World Resort has been like allegedly deeply involved in local politics in yeah. Anaheim. We didn't get into that. Like I was like, it would have required like we would have had to do a whole episode just on uh, that. Yeah. There was a lot that was like. Source says, and I didn't really know what to trust about it. And I have a hard time anytime they say, a source close to Disney says, it could be anybody. It could be Bob that lives next door to Disney World. Uh, and just happens to know a guy who walks his dog to Disney Mainly World. Mainly it was day. saying that an executive at their Disney World resort was like 
involved in Anaheim City Council trying to get money for the resort. Yeah. How strange. From taxpayers. Never would have believed that. <laughs> so it says Randolph agreed. Uh, he said, he says, you will have somebody mad at you no matter what, uh, yes. no matter which way you respond. Factual. That's just the way life is today. You cannot ride the fence. Those days are over and everything is politically. No, it doesn't. <laughs> everything is political. That's like right. you say that like it's inevitable and it has to it be that way. You're a freaking family media company like just make movies like uh, seriously <laughs> if all they did was just remake all their movies shot for shot they could still survive yeah just remake bambi for i i don't i'm the one who keeps joking about making live action bambi just make live action bambi again <laughs> uh and, and don't change anything don't uh update it for current years they could survive on ip and nostalgia alone which is why i find it so funny that when people are talking about disney now they're like they're kind of strapped for cash these days yeah. like yeah. no yeah. that you just really not though are told <laughs> that and you believe that the acting like the acting uh chief operating officer got like a 20 million dollar bonus during covid Dude. which uh, I, i'm the one who I, I actually kind of stand up for the ceos a lot of time because it's not an easy job like what they have to do those executive roles uh, are oftentimes they're stressful they're they're extremely stressful and you're usually results-based meaning that Iger turned things around for Disney at a time when they were going through, uh, but he did it by buying up. He, he, his kind of business model was to just keep buying IP and expanding uh, and expand them through years where they had like, you remember when they were making like, um, Mary might be too young to remember this, but like every Disney movie had like a, a made for TV sequel that would go Ugh, straight to yeah. VHS. Simba, uh, <laughs> okay. Lion King, Simba's Pride or yeah. something. Like, like nobody saw those. They've monetized, they've now learned how to monetize all that Mm-hmm. And, and use it with their sp- streaming platforms. The, By the way, the, isn't it so convenient that yeah. Disney Plus came out in late 2019, right before it's everyone so was at home strange. for months? There, there was also a, there was a really funny meme that went around uh, that said like it was like a right before like a month before COVID. It showed a, a, a thing of like 60 different CEOs who all resigned. Thank you. Hmm. So like, it was like 60 different dis- different Fortune 500 CEOs all resigned right before How COVID. Curious. I, I love it when government and big business work together so effectively. Does, that's not like fascism. Or anything. <laughs> I, I mean, I. Love love it if they told us about it but you know if, if, if it means that the the one percent of the one percent get to know i guess that's I'm the best i'm gonna them. get to you're just I, a conspiracy theorist yeah. bro. yes um so uh and now uh netflix is going to keep moving forward they're going to be doing ads so now you're going to be in the middle Great. of watching your crappy stranger things episode and uh i'm just kidding i haven't seen the new season guys i hear I'm sorry. bad things uh, i don't know anything about it but it says ads are coming to netflix and with them so will more subscribers and bigger profits it's just going to take a while and this is kind of what I mean by CEOs have to like they do have to think long term and they have to think five steps ahead so they're not looking at it as like the people like me who are going to be complaining now they're thinking about all the revenue that will come in from people who have to watch it down the road yep. which is kind of why I draw that comparison here I, I only pulled this article up as uh, sort of a tangential connection to the previous one but it says um, it's just going to take a while according to the media analyst at Wells Fargo. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. The Wells Fargo gang previously forecast uh, Netflix's SVOD only subscribers at 256 million subs globally by the end of 2025 in, ju- in a June 3rd report. The analyst raised their estimate by 16 million subs to 272 million global, global subscribers thanks to the coming edition of AVOD which is ad supported uh, video on demand. Uh, they, Netflix also doesn't do any type of like video rent of any sort they don't even really release weekly stuff they release everything in chunks like whenever i have to sit through these awful episodes of kenobi (laughs) at the very least it's like 
it's like exposure therapy where I have to only I have to only be tortured one day a week rather oh than goodness. being forced to be tortured watching mm-hmm. it all at once, which might actually end up doing me in. Like you hear like somebody <laughs> just fall down the stairs. It's me just running and just <laughs> trying to kill. Like I can't do it anymore. I don't care about uh, I don't care Aww. about the fact that this is about everyone, but ev- literally everyone but Kenobi. So it says uh, in addition. Okay, so. <laughs> According to research, Netflix's gross margins will realize the first inkling of a VOD uh, value by 2024. So even if they implement it this year, like end of this year, it'll take two years before Mm -hmm. they see any type of profit for it at all. Uh, And that's going to pair in with their choice to, what was it? They said that they're going to be focusing on bigger, fewer, better. So uh, larger productions, less of them, but better. The idea is better content, better quality content. Yeah, better quality over uh, over quantity. Uh, I don't know if I buy that they have, they've yet to prove themselves capable of that. that. Uh, And they were only talking about a bigger production by a small, relatively small margin. They're like, rather than two $10 million movies, you make one $20 million movie. Right. So, uh, I mean, that's just a small scale example uh, of what they're talking about. But I just, uh, I, I, it'll be interesting because I do, like, I would never use ad supported anything because I, I hate ad supported. Thank Ooh, you. Thank, thank uh, you. I hate ad supported. Like, I literally, I pay for all the streaming services because I, the last thing, I even get, like, sometimes I'm watching stuff on Hulu and you get, like, a little two second ding of, like, whatever TV show you're watching. It shows, like, the logo for ABC. <laughs> I don't even want that. That's I, like, no even bad. that's too I much agree. for me. Get that out of there. I don't, I, I don't need, you're, that's two seconds I could have used. Moving forward. I don't have enough brain cells for that. Exactly. It makes a stupid noise. Get rid of it. So uh, there are some super chats there. Yes. Uh, Caper2x said, sounds like a research trip to Disney is needed. Oh, (laughs) yes. Purely for research. Uh, I I mean, if we could business expense it. Let's do it. Hell yeah. uh, Count me in. (laughs) Uh, John Lee said, tell Tim the boss man to get a different pay chat service than other than YouTube super chats. Also, Luke, like... Likes balls of beef. That's correct. I uh, learned that on the show last night. I don't know. Uh, I, I would understand. Uh, what is the problem with the? I wasn't the, sure of the context of I that. I would rather. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm saying. Is there show. a reason people don't like uh, pay chat service? Okay. Just uh, because it gives YouTube a big cut. Yeah, it does. Yeah, a huge that's, cut. Yeah, like, almost like thirty percent. Like, it's ridiculous. It's a it's a high amount. Thirty yeah. percent. Okay, I thought it was more than that. It's actually, insane. I mean, we I could figure out percent. something else and still keep super chats. I don't uh, know. Uh, yes, we can I, talk about a Discord, but I also know that those can get mobbed pretty easily. Yeah. So Tim had a bad mm-hmm. experience with Discord. So okay, and there's one more. Ava Owen said Netflix is just doing what all companies will do. Agreed. I think they're in the process of trying to rebrand, and, and the key here is to never let them pull the wool over your eyes. They're not any different. They never were before. I do believe that right now the the uh, the attempted the the attempted to the attempt to change their culture and to change their business model is more. In in relation to the the crunch of the economy closing in around them right so they had uh, government intervention and they were people were forced to stay home all through covid yeah. which both which boosted their numbers and gave them a little bit of security without that now and with the economy not just cooling but is basically arctic ice cold Icing over, uh, yeah uh, you know who's not hoping that gas prices go down is netflix so they'll you have to stay home and watch stuff i mean they, they were doing point. like gangbusters in in covid era yep and they should have been anticipating that right after that's over, recession incoming. Of and course. what's concerning me is that, like, if this recession gets, like, unprecedented bad, oh, how are people going to distract themselves from 
the fact that like life is sucking i'm pretty sure <laughs> that once we hit the point where you can't afford a way to distract yourself right. we're gonna face some serious problems that's uh, it's kind of like the the concept like things don't go bad until food shortages and until yep. uh, i mean like yeah. i was saying uh, bread and circuses are yeah. not really at the level that they need to be to yep. to well, our worries yeah uh, to be honest free. the the theaters might come out uh well in this because at least at a movie theater it literally bombards your sentence your senses so much that you're forced to like that pay is why people like them for uh, from like we're going to see and we're going to talk about uh predictions for jurassic world dominion we're going to go see it uh tomorrow yep. uh and i watched oh, I, I rewatched jurassic world last night and actually i, I <laughs> but then again I, I love chris pratt for totally selfish reasons even because, though he makes yeah. crappy movies mm. <laughs> it's okay not, no not all of them uh <laughs> Uh, did I, you I, watch the Forever War or whatever? The no, Tomorrow the, War? Uh, the Tomorrow oh, War. I, I didn't cringe. watch it. I, no, it was terrible. It was Amazon Prime. Give him a break. Oh come on, he man. can't do everything. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> we'll look All right. Uh, so if we're uh, if you guys are ready, we're gonna move on and we'll talk about Jurassic World. Yes. yes. All right. So let's go. So this one says Jurassic World Dominion opening weekend predictions dropped to the lowest of the trilogy. Oh, wow. And although that is true, uh, the number is still sufficient enough that it's like still gonna make plenty good money so it says while projections originally estimated jurassic world dominion would take upwards to 165 million dollars uh on opening weekend new predictions are much lower uh jurassic world dominion has been a has been a long time coming coming thanks to the covid pandemic and did you know that the when we watched the the movie um the the bubble Yes. Like that's apparently like based on the behind the scenes woes of this movie. Really? Like that's it, funny. it's like loosely oh, based wow. on the behind the scenes trouble getting this movie yeah. to production. That makes sense um, now. Uh, so, okay, so I I I uh I return back I digress. Sorry, there we go. <laughs> I digress. Uh and Circle with first back. reviews giving a high approval rating but mixed reviews, I don't know how you do that, but does anybody is anybody here math genius what is high approval ratings? Does it mean the people who approve of it are really high but the reviews yeah. in general yeah. are mixed? Ratings. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, it is hard to tell whether the wait has been worth it. Now, opening weekend predictions have suggested the film will have the lowest box office haul when it opens this weekend, but that doesn't mean that the, that the dinosaur-filled franchise will be anywhere near a flop. See, that's where it's the, you have to p read past the headline because right. they make I it mean, seem like it's going to fall flat. Sure, mm. it's not going to be a miserable failure. No. I, it's like a... You know, a running joke on this show that Hannah Claire hates sequels, sequels of all kinds, As she no matter should. what. As she and uh, she's not alone in that. Like, I do think that it's just like cheap, and people just go to these things to turn their brains off, and they don't actually enjoy the summer flick, the continuation yeah. of the story. I, 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 we're just. I feel like thank we're you. in. Thank, thank you. you. We're in such a. I want to say a curse word. We're in a, <laughs> such a um, a low point in entertainment right now that this is all we're getting. Mm -hmm. We're getting sequels, reboots, and biopics. I find that the it's sequels... It's the least creative stuff possible. I find that the, the, the blockbuster sequels are at least usually the least woke uh, meaning yeah. that the they don't have there's just not enough time and there's too many special effects to, to really. <laughs> well, I feel too like many explosions. most most films are not 
heavy handed yes. with that stuff. It's uh, just bad. Yes. If you if you can, uh, there, there's two. As long as you spend more of your time, if I can just watch most of the times with stuff blowing up. Yeah, Michael and people Bay. screaming. Well, that's you, Brett. But some of us <laughs> like a good story. So do I. I do as well. I just don't something trust something of high quality. You are asking too much in the summer. I just don't address. I just don't is, trust this industry to do it. Is it, it to right be now. expected yeah. that in the summer it would suck? Yes. yes. They all Blockbuster suck in the season. Summer, and people go anyway, and that's yep. why they keep doing it. Yep. Uh, yeah, so annoying. So I know. <laughs> I'm just tired of the the sequels, reboots, biopic. To be Sequel, fair, reboot, biopic every single time. Sequels and reboots have been a constant thing for pretty much as long as I've been paying attention to movies, and it's part of the reason I don't go to movies. Musicals really are boring. now tr they're trying to make musicals a yeah. thing again now too. So which was, great. It's so uh, annoying. I the, hate musicals. Just because La La Land did well does not mean that we need a West Side La La Story. La La Land wasn't remit. even good yeah. on its own. I didn't say like, I didn't say was good. I said did well. Yeah, do well. I mean, yeah, I can't imagine good. why. Um, uh, so it doesn't mean we need a West Side Story remake, and it certainly doesn't mean we need cats. No, oh. Tim almost died when he went to just, see that. Just saying, he saw story. that. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He's like, it was so bad. Oh. I never looked yeah. at Judy Dench the same again. Oh gosh, I uh, never want to see James Corden as a feline. Oh, <laughs> the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World movies have always been a mixed reaction from critics. That's because critics are pretentious and dorky. Yeah, with the exception of 1993's Jurassic Park, which may still, uh, which may, may still see as a perfect, which many still see as the perfect blockbuster movie. Yeah, you can't remake that now because they would never allow it to be done with animatronics. And even then, like one of my biggest complaints about Jurassic World is the uh, CGI, even though good, kind of, is still not nearly as immersive or as well done as it was in I 1993's just, Jurassic Park. I know that when we see it tomorrow, I'm going to be like in some kind of hypnotic trance where I'm just like, <laughs> zoned out. what am I even looking One at One of right my now? joys I'm in life. I'm not registering this as a scene. Yes, One of my joys in life, Mary, is torturing you and Hannah Claire and making yes. you watch endless summer uh, sequels. It's you poor just, fools. It's like... Alphabet soup. It's baby food. <laughs> it is Cinema. absolutely. It's okay, so Rotten Tomatoes gave us a splat. They said like 43%. And these are just critics. So I really want to mm -hmm. know if you guys agree with the critics or if you think there's actually I'm going to, some I'm going fun to be factor. A, I'm going to be a child and disagree with them anyways because I hate the critics. Yeah, but that's, oh, I hate the that's critics just too. me being a childish. Oh, like they I'm, agreed on Maverick. They agreed on... Um, Damn. They liked Maverick. We had a day when we were talking about all that where I said the most interesting thing you can find now, it's like if the critics hate it and the audience loves it, depending on who you are, you're going to know where you fall in, that, course, in that line. Yeah. Or, or in vice versa. The most interesting movies to go to now are the ones that either the audience both uh, also hate or also love. It'll be hilariously so th bad yeah. if they both hate it. Yeah, so it's it's very interesting It'll to... It'll be good if the audience loves it. It'll be horrible if the critics love it and the but audience if they, hates it. There but if go. they both love it, what do you do? Like I don't then, know. You have to go see it yourself. I don't know. Those that's are the unicorn. Only, yeah. Very yeah. rare. Let's very look rare. at Maverick. I want to see how yeah. the audience uh, to. Have you seen Maverick? No, I hear great things, though. Mm -hmm. We were going to go, but they were all sold out last weekend. So it says, yeah. many of the sequels have mostly landed between 50 and 70%. Uh, Jurassic World is much better than the se than, than the sequel to Jurassic Park. And especially, yeah, I, I didn't like, I, I know some people like the second one. I was not a huge fan of the second one, and everyone hates the third one, I believe. Maverick is the unicorn, 99% audience score, 97% critic score. Yeah, there you so that's go. how you see a good movie. So, but then you could be just contrary and be like, I don't like it because nah, everybody like likes it. it. Like, uh, I bet. Has Tim seen it? Because he I, doesn't like any movie. 
movies. He, I, he'll like it. He liked The Northman, right? That's true. He did. He did. Yeah, there have been a few that he actually liked. Let's so, see how The Northman. So Which Jurassic. Anyway, I'll stop derailing. <laughs> Jurassic World opened to two hundred eight million, uh, and Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom opened at one hundred forty eight million. That's to be expected, as the you know the laws of diminishing returns. It uh, is going to go down unless you're. Thank Ooh, you. Thank you. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. you for that. What's going that was, on. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, it's a, mm. so the projections here are saying basically 125 million dollars is their guess for this movie. Uh, I think that's a very good opening weekend given the state of the economy that we're in now uh, and the way things are. So it will be interesting to see what this is. So I want to go through some of the uh, the critic reviews here on this article from okay. we got this covered. Uh, just their it's their tweets. It's not their reviews. So it says uh, so. This is one is from the Illuminati. I wonder how long it came took him to come. That, that's, <laughs> that's clever. Great. I love Jurassic it. World Dominion is massive amounts of fun that unifies Jurassic Park and Jurassic World into an epic legacy oh. that has come full circle. I know Chris Pratt said that this is the Avengers Endgame of of dinosaur movies, which made me. No laugh. one wants the Avengers <laughs> Endgame of literally <laughs> anything. <laughs> not yeah. Uh, Marvel stands do, but Ugh. not the rest of us normal people. Uh, this will likely be the favorite of the. Of this the is the Kenobi of blah blah blah. It's like, just <laughs> no, can you shut good. up? No, don't, you're don't even so out of touch. Don't, to don't even joke you're about triggering something like Brett. That. <laughs> uh, this will likely be the favorite of the world trilogy, and not just the original cat, and not just for the original cat. Okay, maybe I, that's going pretty far. It says now. Th- here's the next one. This guy says, <laughs> "Truly, Jurassic World Dominion is bad. So bad. It's too long. It's wildly repetitive, and the dinosaurs are window dressing for multiple uninteresting and unrelated stories." The actors do their best, but it's all just overindulgent and pointless. One of, if not the worst in the franchise. We got to talk about the GIF. We got to talk about the GIF. My review of Jurassic World Dominion GIF of the guy walking up to the gigantic pile of dinosaur That's poop and saying mm-hmm. that is a pile of poop. Uh, Yikes. So, so here's one from Kristen Acuna. It says, Jurassic World Dominion is at its best when the old and new cast are together. Fans of the franchise should give uh, should enjoy p- this. Plenty of nods to the OG. I'd recommend giving it a close, uh, giving that a close rewatch. Maybe right, something it's there. so intellectually stimulating. Yeah, yeah, whatever. What if you, <laughs> no, my favorite is like, have you ever seen, have you ever looked up like, uh, like when gender studies people like write papers about like scenes from movies and they, they try oh to like gosh. do it like they try to like yeah they try to yeah, yeah. They, there was one where i read where like they they deconstruct uh the the lightsaber battles in star wars as like a, a sign for uh phallic insertion i and, and somehow i knew you were gonna say that wow. and, I, and i'm reading it and i'm just like and you just know the pre- professor's like i don't have to actually read this i'm just gonna give it an a because Ooh, what the yeah. f like what does that <laughs> even see mean? these buzzwords and away we go yes so uh i have uh, a little bit of hope because when the movies are uh brain numbing blockbusters when you have to do this every day and you have to to talk about ezra miller being an awful oh. person sometimes i just want to watch a dinosaur eat somebody that's okay fair. that's fair. that's fine that's this what summer movies are from um scott menzel makes me What's chuckle it? um the jurassic world franchise felt like it was leading up to an epic conclusion where dinosaurs and humans Psych. would finally coexist <laughs> unfortunately that is not the focus of this film instead the film does the same thing that we've seen before only with bad plotting, writing, and acting. That is a fair analysis. Is that really what he it was says all that, leading up to? I know, maybe. He thought it was. <laughs> he says that like there would be a version of good plotting that involved humans and dinosaurs coexisting. Maybe. You are not Planet of the Apes, you my friends. <laughs> you are not Planet of the Apes, nor do you need to be, frankly. Was that ever the premise? Uh, maybe we should get some original movies. The, 
Just Whoa, a thought. That's a crazy idea. It is summer. Okay, that's fair. I know. Jurassic it's... Playground. It'll be baby ju- dinosaurs. Baby dinosaurs. I'm just tired of like, here's the next reboot of this or the uh, next sequel of this. Or the musical or version. Or the musical of this. Or um, here's a biopic about somebody who is like 50 years old. Or dead like, and horrible, <laughs> it turns out. Here's We're going to talk about uh, uh, Madonna's biopic oh, yeah. that, uh, in Podluck, which like, is, it's my dude, favorite thing to read about so today. Good. It's just, it's, you talk her. about overindulgence. Uh, so okay there's a couple super chats in there yes uh caper 2x said can you wear mouse ears on jurassic park hmm. interesting so, so i'm very confused by this message i don't care do it wear them to the theater and wear them okay. in front of other people yes. this is my strategy <laughs> just pretend to be a disney adult uh newt said y'all don't like musicals mm-hmm. i don't feel so alone anymore they suck breaking out into song and dance in the middle of a story really ruins everything. So dumb. I, never, I agree. It's like every time I'm watching a musical, I'm like, when is this sequence going to be over so that we can actually musicals? see dialogue? I can appreciate the work that goes into sure. making, like, especially, like if we're talking like actual stage musicals, there's a lot of craftsmanship work and artistry that goes into that. It's just, I'm a It is also something that I'm is meant to be viewed <laughs> right. in person, if yes. at all. Yeah. Right. Go see the play. It's fun. Yep. That's I mean, the only musical I like is High School Musical musical and that's because it's part of my childhood there but other than that no. i hear oklahoma's good i don't know i, I think Dave i went, haven't seen that one yeah I, I think my parents dragged me to the nutcracker once over christmas that's classic when i was when i was young that is a I classic think that's probably the only example I, but i i enjoyed the theater like i used to enjoy the theater kind of like i i would it's like, an event we used we had uh we have a, f- a couple of fairly well-known theaters in minnesota like 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 small, you know what I'm talking about, like actual right. stage theaters right. uh, that would do like uh, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. That's uh, great. And like, that's uh, well, the Nutcracker fun. is a ballet. And for me, that's yeah. like a different story. Totally different. Yeah. More interesting, yeah, yeah. in my opinion. It's just a different artistry. Uh, there was We were going to cover something here where they're like filming them now. Like they're doing these weird like camera setups at musicals. Uh, but we ended up not covering. I was going to fold it into like when oh. that, that one lady like yelled at the customer or at the, at the guest for or the... Oh, yeah, that not wearing yeah, mask. Yeah. and yeah. she's just like eh, 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 and just super annoying and just like like I, I can't even with this literally can't so uh, I my predictions for Jurassic World is all it has to do is be better than Fallen Kingdom I didn't really like Fallen Kingdom that much and like I said the like it's just never going to be as good as the original because it just doesn't have the animatronics nor the atmosphere that uh, that Spielberg was able to create like Create. There's a great uh, se- segment in the Honest trailer for um, for Jurassic World where they they try to list the director's name like Colin Traver, Colin Trevoro, Colin Trevero, <laughs> d- uh, not Steven Spielberg. Yeah, <laughs> so, not Steven Spielberg. Trevorrow's good problem. too. Uh, yeah. Trevorrow like turned like basically like got kicked out of Disney for being too awesome. Like oh, like he was supposed to do. Uh, I believe he was either supposed to do um, what was the one in between Solo. I think he was originally supposed to do Solo or Rogue One, one of those movies, and basically was like uh, Kathleen Kennedy was like, you can't be here because you problem. might actually make a good movie, and we don't want can't good movies that. here. We want <laughs> bad movies here. <laughs> a repeated theme with you, Brett, is that you. Expect very little and still are disappointed. So it goes. That's Welcome you. to life. Welcome to yeah. Th- this is um like I, I, I uh. it's because you like you you have these uh, golden years of entertainment where you're like wow movies were so awesome back then were they I don't know but I know that they didn't they uh, were better that, they were better that they didn't they like I said better. I love we were talking earlier uh, like uh, Sarah was talking about like 
uh, Colin Farrell and I mentioned I was like I like the Miami Vice movie nobody likes the Miami Vice movie but me right. literally just me like it's like me and like maybe five other people on the planet it, uh, love the Miami you Vice movie you should enjoy but, what you enjoy it doesn't but I, matter if other people like it and, but the thing is, I don't like it because it's a good movie. I like it because I know that it was like one of the very first movies ever shot on digital mm. and was made during hurricane season That's in Miami. Great. I love so it. like there's like scenes that l- literally could never be recreated because <laughs> there aren't wind machines crazy enough to actually film yeah. like there's it's scenes real with, hurricanes. Yeah. Like That's so there's great. scenes where there's like you see palm trees that are like sh- like shaking in a way that they just wouldn't be able to do it does that make it a good movie no definitely but, not but it's you but like that stuff. yeah like yeah. i the, the movies i like are in spite of the story usually You're valid Brett. uh just so not good. for, for you know, like we rag on you no. yes well that's <laughs> i mean stop ragging on i, I you, never stop you guys from being wrong when <laughs> okay you rag. Yeah. that's that's, <laughs> right, that's fine okay. you so. say so all right so let's move on let's go do podluck yes so we're going to talk about let's just do chris rock and dave Chappelle first oh, no, as a um so it says Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle to headline comedy show where they won't t- be able to talk about anything. There won't be anything to talk there about. There won't be any, literally nothing because you're, you don't want to get hurt, I'm guessing, is what, mm. is what they're talking about here. Let's, ex- let's explore this together. They have similar experiences. Yeah. It, yeah. Like, they should have a thing where they, they box each other. <laughs> That'd be great. In the ring. Like, <laughs> or no, they try to make the other person angry enough to, hurt the, to hit the other oh one. Oh my gosh. Or oh, they defend each other. Funny. They just yeah. like stand back to back and watch the crowd. Dave Chappelle, <laughs> ma- Dave Chappelle makes jokes about Will Smith and Chris Rock makes jokes about the, the guy who attacked Dave Chappelle. Yes. Isaiah Washington well, or whatever yeah, his yeah. name was. So comedians Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle are set to co-headline an unforgettable night of stand-up comedy this fall. Slated to appear at the O2 Arena in London, Rock and Chappelle look to bring together their unique senses of humor across the pond on Saturday, September 3rd. As of now, the legendary pair only seem to be performing for one hilarious evening, but as we move closer to showtime, perhaps that will change regardless of the time frame it's clear that both comedians will have no shortage of new material to surprise fans with come september and oddly enough both have been linked to what could possibly go down as the most surprisingly uh, the most surprising celebrity moment in uh, in recent memory who could forget chris rock's infamous night at the oscars when he told the world's most bland joke and got slapped upside the head for it right i Super think if if will smith or isaiah lee had known yeah. ahead of time uh, that they would be giving these comedians so much ammunition for jokes Probably they would not have done that, have done that. Yep. if if will it, uh, the thing is is chris rock to me is uh, uh, chris if anybody's ever heard the album roll with the new or bigger blacker the, that's his best work and that's came out in 1996 think about how long ago that was it's been a while like i was i was not uh, I, I was but a, a tiny 10 year old child at that five. point yes. listening to a uh, very very hilarious uh, you can kind of ride on people's memories of you for yeah, a long time. That's true. Well, he survives. Uh, in my opinion, Chris Rock survives because he's got a unique. It's his voice and his yeah, delivery. He's that, pretty funny. Uh, it's, it's the way he says things more than than what he says. But it, it'll be interesting to see if they make a, a special out of this. It'd be funny if they went in the direction of like physical comedy and like they have like you know how they have like hecklers. They should have like somebody fake assault them. And That'd then, be great. Is it real? But is is it that going to like encourage people to keep doing that for attention? Probably. That's that's and or, then actually just assault comedians all the time. Or make a joke where they have like the like ten of the biggest security guards ever in front of the stage, like but very noticeable rather right. than hidden. They should make a joke about being armed. 
Yeah. I think that would be <laughs> hilarious. First of all, they should be like, I know y'all know why we need this. And yep. We are packing heat tonight. Let's go. Chappelle is pretty pro 2A and, and oh, Chris yeah. Rock is well, Chris Rock. Sadly, most yeah. of these venues are gun free True, zones, true. So they couldn't even joke Nothing bad them. ever happens in gun free yeah, zones. Yeah, no, yeah. Right. Of course That's not. Yeah. As far as I know. So A foolproof rule. All the guns have to stay out. It would be interesting to figure out whether they actually do the show uh, together or if it's <laughs> like, you. do they go on one after the other? Or if they, or if they go on together. Well, if they're co-headlining, it would make sense that they go on together, right? They just talk over each then other. Who and would be opening can... for yeah. the other? <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I don't, well, they, like you gotta you pick one else. person to go first. If they might Ra- just take turns. I don't know. Yeah, don't like know. what if Ryan Long opened for him? We'll see. <gasps> that would be so funny. Like, <laughs> if you want to bring people together, get let Ryan Long open for <laughs> these guys. Like, I identify as black this evening. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, did you see about the Madonna? <laughs> There's a Madonna oh gosh, biopic. Yes. This lady looks like her a lot. Tell me I more. wanted them to hire Emily Rose. There's an actress named Emily Rose that I always wanted to do the Ma- Madonna biopic. Why do I let's have uh, an actress in mind that I wanted to do a Madonna yeah, biopic? Because you, you're a Madonna super fan. I am. I know very little about Madonna, but I do know that she's Emily loved- Rose is the name. Yeah, she was the one I always saw as uh, as her. She looked different when she was younger. Uh, she does have some resemblance. This lady looks a lot more like her, though. Yeah, she does. Um, well, so Julia Garner just played Anna Sorok in the fake heiress. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like maybe you shouldn't make your thing a biopic. Ch- uh, Chadwick Boseman played multiple. He played what he played Jackie Robinson, and he played he played a couple of very famous people in his lifetime. Hmm. Uh, there was like there's another honest trailer where it talked about like. Uh, this movie was made before Tra- Chadwick Boseman had the uh, had a monopoly on literally every black icon. What? Because he was like, uh, uh, <laughs> thank what's you. bothering me is just like the oversaturation of the biopics recently, and then the fact that you're making one about someone who's still alive. Making it yourself. Like, Remember, we haven't even told people. Firstly, they they make the Elvis biopic while his wife is still alive. Yep. Weird. Really weird. Madonna's still Madonna, alive? Madonna is still alive. Not only is she still alive, she's directing the movie. Oh my gosh. Seriously. Like, Why do we let her do this? Maybe she'll do it from a bathtub filled with milk. Oh what? You never see that video? You didn't see that? Oh, man. Huh? Okay, there's your homework. I mean, I don't know afternoon. if you want to Google that I on the really Wi-Fi here. I want to see Google. Madonna but, uh, in a bathtub. Uh, we're going to we're going to Did she pour in cereal? Uh, I don't know, but she should have. I have to say that, okay, while you're Googling that, I have to say that this lady reminds oh, me of, puppy. I want to say, Nathan Fillon, the guy from... Nathan Fillion. Um, yeah, from the guy from Castle. I yep. think it's her lips. Nathan Fillion. She is, has a really unique face, I yeah. think. Yeah, <gasps> she looks a little bit like Orlando Bloom. That's who it is. She oh. looks like Orlando Bloom. Nathan there you go. Fillion is one of my favorite actors. He's great. I love him. Yeah, she resembles Orlando Bloom. There you go. Look it up yourselves. Disagree with me if you like. Uh, oh, uh, keep going. Mazana said, the reason I'm doing it is because a bunch of people have tried to write movies about me, but they're always men. <laughs> oh, no. This cringe uh, nonsense. That's, uh, that's exactly what Stop. you expect it to be. Stop it. Madonna, spritz her with a spray bottle. We, Get lost. What's, you leave Madonna alone. She's I will great. spritz her with a spray bottle. There you go, guys. You can. Uh, I, sorry if, I, if I've ruined yeah, your eyes. Oh, what? That's eat. I, Shut up. I don't even want to play more clips <laughs> than this. But Why? There you go. There you go. I'm sorry I made you guys look at that. Is this YouTube safe? I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, it is. She's got it on YouTube. Okay. Lord have mercy. So as long as that's in the movie and they make, and she gets to direct that lady doing that scene uh, with like... uh, I mean, I don't understand this. Are you going to extend this biopic 
to the present day? <laughs> I have no idea. Why are you making a biopic so about someone who is still alive and kicking? It would likely be about her And how self-centered years. can you possibly be that you would want to direct it yourself? Well, no Shana. one is able to depict themselves fictionally like in an accurate way. No that, the whole point the whole point <laughs> of a movie like this is that you're showing the real like raw story of her career that people didn't get to see and now she's just going to decide what she wants people to see did you don't remember this is the person who just like basically told the vatican that she wanted to meet with the pope because she's she's, like called him up she's like hey can uh, i meet with the pope like so thank uh, you close to senility at this point dude i'm telling you she thinks Um, she's really madonna she's like i'll just call up the pope because my name is madonna yeah that's 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 not how that that was the whole like butt of her joke yeah seriously was distasteful so uh, so it says uh, the inventing Anna star earned the opportunity to portray Madonna after a month long process that included choreography sessions with uh. the singers choreographer as well as a choreography singing and reading sessions with Madonna herself what if she actually didn't want to play the role she just wanted to really spend time with Madonna and it was like a it's like a life hack <laughs> they offer pull, it to she, her and it was all clever. for nothing she pulls out at the end she's like ah, I, I, creative differences I don't I don't really right. want to do the Madonna pick anymore but I do love your work like thank you still got paid for consultation that's yes. right <laughs> uh, uh, so, so they also considered uh, Florence Pugh, uh, Odessa Young, uh, Alexa Demi, among a multitude of others. The only one I know there is Florence Pugh. Yeah. Uh, Amy Pascal is set to produce the movie, which was co-written by secretary writer Chris, uh, Cressida William, uh, Wilson. So she, she doesn't care who writes it. She just wanted a woman to write it and for her to direct it because she, she don't need no man to direct her movie about herself. Florence Pugh looks more like her than this other lady. Think so? Yeah, that's what I think. Florence Pugh is also in high, is a very in-demand in demand. actress, yeah. so she I mean, might have cost ultimately, more. Ultimately, it's, it's not the most important that you choose an actor or actress that looks exactly the same as the person. Right. They can do a Just lot with makeup. Who can, who can perform as this person the yeah. best? Who we did the, craziest? we did the, um, we talked the other day about the guy, about, uh, What's his name? Austin Butler. Brett, uh, uh, Gary, uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. He's playing, playing, the, that, he's playing that composer. Yeah. And yeah. with oh. after makeup mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. everything, he looked so much like him. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's not a problem. So, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. But uh, I, I just thought it was hilarious that she's going to, she's like, uh, she's going to direct it herself. <laughs> it do, like, like Mary said, it doesn't feel like a Here's recipe for honesty. the narrative I want you to see about me. Yep. Like, exactly. okay. Be funny if it was the unauthorized Madonna biopic. At that point, biopic. just do a documentary just make a documentary and and be involved in that but why why do you have to do a dramatized version of your life she should call it the unauthorized madonna biopic even though it is literally authorized because (laughs) she's directing it that's that's what she should do all right Uh, uh and i do want to quick touch on a couple of other things we did we mentioned the other day that they're possibly doing a joker 2 that is now confirmed they even have the working title which is joker folia do uh, which is also the name of a fantastic episode of The X-Files, if you Ooh. did not know. Uh, so it says, It Lives, the long-rumored sequel to Todd Phillips' 2019 film Joker is currently in development. Phillips shared a series of photos on his Instagram account showing the red script cover adorned with the working titer Joker, Foley Adieu. The second, and I could be pronouncing that wrong, but I believe I'm saying it right. The second photo he shared was of Joker star Joaquin Phoenix uh, seemingly reading the script, although the post does not confirm whether the project was greenlit or if Phoenix will 
return to the role. It would be hilarious if they recasted him. What if they, <laughs> Who would they cast dude, him as? What if they casted Jared Leto to do it? Oh my gosh! And just and just, just burn, burn it, it all to, to the ground. Just burn it to the ground, <laughs> and then and then let Joaquin Phoenix do the jokey Suicide Squad version of the. the It'd other be one. funny to see them trade places. Yes, it's it, it absolutely. I this, mean, I'm saying that kind of sarcastically. I mean, if we're gonna just trash this completely anyways why not so it says the working title should also stir up some interest and that's the only reason i'm bringing it up here today it says not to be confused with the criminally underrated fallout boy album of the same name folio do is defined by the indian journal of uh, of psychiatry as the identical or similar mental disorder affecting two or more individuals right it is an extremely rare occurrence it is often classified as a psychotic or delusional disorder due to the passage of paranoid delusions between one person and another my first thought here was that it would have something to do with his mom well the uh, definition that i found says usually the members of a close family so may- maybe his mom uh there's all there was also hints that p- were proven disproven in the first movie about him being related to bruce wayne oh, remember yeah, remember yeah, that yeah. but also uh this could be there is a there's a famous well not i guess not famous but it's growing in in years now uh, a story called three jokers uh, a DC Comics run called uh, Three Jokers, which is uh, where there's three different versions of the Joker at one time. Uh, mm. That seems like something that they could implement here, but I don't know if that's uh, that's very recent. It says a small number of uh, cases have been recorded, usually occur within a family unit, although unrelated, uh, but similarly close people could theoretically develop it as well. The decision to make Folia do the project's working title could mean a few different things. It could be a reference to the relationship between Arthur Fleck uh, with his mother, Penny. That's the that was where my my mind went to right. initially because uh, that was a, a, such a core element of that story. Uh, who developed a severe mental disorder after being in an abusive relationship. Uh, what exactly she suffered from was unclear, and she was killed by her son before the audience could find out. Mm. There's also the potential that young mother Sophie, played by Zazie Beetz, could somehow be involved in the sequel, given how Fleck was obsessed with her character to the point where he began having hallucinations of spending time together. There's like a lot of ways they could take this in the story. I just stand by the fact that I don't think they need to. I, I really don't think you need to make this movie. Uh, from my understanding, this movie was a masterpiece and can't possibly have be any comparison. I, I mean, not about masterpiece, here. but definitely good enough in that it stands on its own and, and does not seem to lend itself to sequel. It doesn't need that. Yes, to, I agree. To to having a sequel. So, all right, uh, and then is this something you'd want to see, Mary? Uh, do you I any? would see it for sure because yeah. I liked the first one. Um, I just don't know if you should try to replicate that you do something right and then people just always want to f it up don't mess with perfection just because you can doesn't mean you should isn't that what we've learned from science exactly oh also guys they're bringing back live pd (laughs) did you you remember that they uh that uh in 2020 uh during the the riots like uh we had like a a little mini moral panic inside a moral panic where like (laughs) they canceled uh live pd they canceled paw patrol (laughs) for a while Paw Patrol. anything anything Cop oh, related, geez. everything. A- anything cop related was gone. I like, remember Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yep, not Paw what Patrol. The? Also, like uh, speaking of Nathan Fillion, like the the show The Rookie, in which he's a yeah. cop, became weirdly anti cop for like a show about cops. And then We're, it was done with that, right? Uh, it's it's still like that. That oh, the, the the Rookie fell off the deep end boring. either way. But they're just saying like two years to a month uh, that it was canceled by A and E following nationwide protest against police brutality. Well, we're we're like they're okay with that now as long as they don't go inside schools uh, when they're not. Uh, <laughs> right. That, that's uh, that's apparently society's changed. 
uh, in two years. So uh, that was sarcasm, guys. Don't, <laughs> don't worry. Uh, set to return to production with a new name, tweaked format, and a new television home. What is this time? They're all like really nice and they're very polite to everyone. And they don't arrest anyone. It's, it's a utopian police, police right. show. Uh, it says, I have been advocating for the show to return for two years, and it was just a question of finding the right partner. Host and executive producer Dan Abrams tells The Hollywood Reporter, I have had a number of inquiries from a number of networks about the show, and I would typically, uh, what I would typically do is have a conversation and then pass it on to the big fish folks, uh, and then we would talk about whether it made sense. Uh, there have been a couple of other interesting discussions, but this one ended up making the most sense. I'm guessing they were like, yeah, we'll do it, and like, a couple of years like we'll just let things die down and that seems to be if you're looking for a sign that things might be kind of sort of uh, returning to some semblance of normality in this industry uh, Ezra Miller is a fantastic sign that Hollywood <laughs> is returning to what they believe is normal nature is healing um, yeah oh, no. uh, and yeah like uh, Hollywood is yeah uh, morally bankrupt and as and, ever and, and and as ever who's surprised delightful and I would be interested to know what anyone in the chat thought of the Black Adam trailer I don't know if anybody watched oh, it yeah. I found it very interesting uh, it's like fun. Uh, it's at fun the movie. at the very least, uh, I do find The Rock to be extremely charismatic. I don't know if they're actually going to include Shazam in this movie, considering that they're working on the Shazam uh, sequel right now as well. But these two, those characters are in the comics are inextricably linked. The character of Black Adam and Shazam. So they're I probably rolling this one out so they can do that one next. Yeah, like that. I think that was. I'm sure that that's what the post credit scene would end up being yeah. about. So we'll see what happens with that. I do recommend if you guys go and watch that. It felt like the original trailer to um, Black Panther. Uh, it felt like they borrowed heavily from the format okay. and the um, I tone. I seen Black Panther. Uh, the, uh, well, I don't know how it will be as far as movie, but the trailer evoked uh, the tone of the Black Panther trailer back in the, back in 2018. So uh, we'll see where that goes. But uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's something to look forward to, I guess. I mean, still, I guess. I, guess. <laughs> I suppose you're really dejected today. Um, I, it's okay. It happens to all of looking us. Looking for the upside. I'm 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 in a mood, as they say it's all in good. Britain. It happens to all of us. <laughs> Right, mood. So yes, uh, there was a couple super chats there. Yeah, John Lee said, "Great show, guys! After show on TimCast.com." <laughs> oh, there's something to run That'd by be the boss. Fun. Yeah, something that's a to great run idea. By the boss thoughts that, thoughts that, on that. That would um, be a cool one. Where I can finally say a bunch of uh, words that I get I mean, in trouble maybe for saying. <laughs> what if we wanted to do? I'll not talk about this fun. right now. Yeah, they <laughs> might want to wait till we bump up our subscriber numbers yeah. to whatever he wants it at. Yeah. But that would be really. We're fun. working on it. Yeah. So I to agree. do that, you guys need to subscribe and then like the videos. Yeah. Right. Leave comments on here and, and increase there, so that way we can grow. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Nathan Koss said, do you guys think the thing to save the movie industry could be VR? I've been playing Cyberpunk again, and the idea of brain dances <laughs> gives me hope for future entertainment. Um, home entertainment, um, maybe um, VR in in theaters. Like uh, I think I'm that not stuff will. Seeing it. I think most of that stuff will always kind of be. I mean, okay, not always is classified gimmicky as being kind of uh, a gimmick. It's like I don't. Uh, I also like uh, very rarely see movies in IMAX or, and I never see them in 3D because I used to get sick to my stomach watching them in 3D. I was never a huge fan of that. Uh, depend, especially because back in the day they would. Um, there was a difference between being shot in 3D. And uh, what was called 3D conversion. So 3D conversion would never uh, translate as well and would be very jarring and hard to watch. And very few movies these days are actually shot for 3D. Thank Ooh, you. Thank you. All right. There's a couple more there. Caper2x said something else that I'm not, I don't quite understand. <laughs> I, um, I'll correct it for you. PCC host heckled by female. Distaff? Distaff? 
I don't know runs what that for life. Is. I'm not sure what this runs stuff is. Like co-hosts. Um, do you just mean staff? I'm always I'm being heckled by for two X. We don't have the reading <laughs> comprehension for this. I like this. This a distaff is a stick or spindle onto which wool or flax is wound for spinning. What? So staff, but also a female implement used to make things with. So you're like waving these tools at him that only oh. women use. I love it. I love it. If I like that's it. the poetic meaning he intended, then I hope okay. so. I love that. I appreciate it. <laughs> Waffle Sensei said if the Joker was going to be recast again, it's gonna, it's got to be Willem Dafoe. He's already a perfect Joker. Perhaps the only reason they don't is because it would be too similar to Green Goblin. Mm. Uh, he also would cost a fortune and they would have to do an older Joker storyline because Defoe's mm. like getting pretty old. Yeah. Now. Though I guess they could de-age him. It's further proof that we're getting Please into no. like... Uh, <laughs> this is dystopian. Yeah, um, like we're getting into that, into the weeds again. I love it. It's just the future of movies is all VR <laughs> and all AI generated you don't need voices to be a real and faces. People. It's yeah. only like uh, they, I can't wait. They didn't even have uh, um, what's his name back for for Obi Wan Kenobi as Darth Vader. They didn't even ha- bring back uh, James, Earl Jones? James Earl Jones. They really? just they just used an AI bot to generate his voice. Uh, Sounds about right. Yeah. So so like uh, it's in, gonna be really boring in ten years. Like they won't even need to have new actors because the the already bankable Tom Cruise will just be AI. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Thank, Thank you. Oh my uh, gosh. Uh, Tom Cruise will just be AI, and he'll just be in all the movies. Maybe they can replace Ezra Miller's face with Perfect. someone else's face. There you go. Almost made really use. Then that. he won't get the money anymore. We That'd almost made it to party today we didn't uh, quite we make didn't it, hit uh, it. Uh, uh, well, look at still le- time that is very si- look at that look at that it's <laughs> like right at the time? edge there no, like, come uh, on, man. Uh, i might uh <laughs> emily kennedy said love lydia oh thank heart you. emoji super lydia fan here and the makeup looks good heart oh, eyes thanks heart eyes did you, i love it did you do your makeup different today no I just she has a little some bit. glitter on her i do eyes. yeah yeah oh, you're right a little I bit a little different glitter on my eyelids it's fun yeah a little pizzazz. And he's like, "Are those drugs?" I was like, "No, dear." <laughs> <laughs> what, what, wait, what does it look like? Like, the, what? No, I'm saying, what is like the? What is like the? It's like a little round thing. thing of. He's like, uh, it's glitter. It's like glittery stuff. I'll show it to you. I don't have it I, with me. It's I, I don't have much use for glitter. But you know, like you could hide I, I, drugs I could, in there. Um, I'm just I could, saying. Oh, back when my, back in the old days, I might have done the such bad a old thing, days. But, yeah, uh, back when I was younger and yeah. uh, and stupider and making worse decisions. So <laughs> there's a couple more in there. Javi J said, "I have three words: run, hide, fight." I need y'all to review oh, this. Yeah. That would be interesting. Like we, um, we, we could do that. Do, you guys got to do like tear on the prairie. Yeah, we're gonna, yes. we're gonna. Review. We might get her on. Yeah. Spoiler alert! I'm really mm-hmm. hoping to get Gina. On. Don't simp. Don't mm. simp. Don't, don't do it. simp. Don't, don't do it. simp. Brett, just her. calm yourself. Calm yourself. Brett, chill. <laughs> Brett, chill. I love it. Uh, I would. I would. Gina's cool. I would be very chill. I'm no, stoked. Oh sure, yeah. That, You're very I, good at it. Oh, I can so hide it. I can hide it. What else would you guys? I would be interested. What else? I wonder else. Like, because there's like I always talk about like we, we it would be cool to review old stuff but it's always hard to know what Casablanca. people actually want to see there you go. right so i don't know what people would want to review but maybe those pocket that kind of like the daily wire type stuff given that like it's not what our audience is not meant to be just that but it'd be cool to this is good new media that's coming out yeah. that's giving places like netflix and disney a little bit of a run for their money they're starting but they're gonna get there so maybe we review run hide fight and terror on the prairie That'd be uh, fun. Like maybe do run hide put, fight right before Terra on the prairie comes out. You think we out. could do a watch party? I don't know. That would be fun. I don't know. I bet the Daily Wire would be cool with that. 
We'd have to talk to them, Maybe obviously. You you have the connections. You can you can talk to <sighs> Let them. Let me think about that. Because logistics are a little challenging. It's in consideration, yeah. guys. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Waffle Sensei says party time. Dance Thank you monkeys. For party time. Dance monkeys. Dance. Now we have to wait to make sure that the party actually <laughs> goes sure off. Party yeah. goes so down. we're gonna have to actually uh, just uh, talk here about uh, about. Well, Caper Two X added another. He said, "Guys, trying to fit a fun message in fifty words. I don't know if it's is it fifty words or fifty characters. Oh, I don't know. It's pretty short. I know either way. Sorry. Oh, the super chat. Yeah, I didn't it, know that. Is it shorter if you give a a little bit less money? I think so. Yeah. That's what is it. That's rude. That's, that's rude. Classist. That's, well, it only makes sense. I don't sense. like that. I guess. It that's not fair. This is like that's censorship, YouTube. Censorship. You're censoring us. So it's uh, we like I now we need a, a song too because we just have the th- the sound effect that comes when we get. The, I wanted the, thunder still. Well, for we're looking making into that. it rain. You know. Yes, I love it. We're, we're, that's, we're looking into that's that. Clint Torres's idea. So, um, so I, I actually uh, what was the there was one more thing we were going to talk about today, and I ended up like. Ditching Booted a bunch it? of stuff uh, because uh, you're like not in the mood. No. Get out. Well, it was the, the it was the Ezra Miller stuff. The Ezra Miller yeah. stuff just made me really sad and unable to like want to do anything today. Understandably like, so. Honestly, so gross. It's just I don't even know if people are gonna talk about this. That, that's that's like, we know that we know that the people that like like the YouTube channels that I love that cover this stuff will cover it. But okay, that doesn't mean that regular, point, normal, everyday people are going to cover it. It's like his other scandals are, we can maybe like laugh about them. He's doing, ah! thank you. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that startled me. That, uh, yeah, uh, yesterday, yesterday Hannah Claire asked, she goes, what's this for? Uh, and I was like, uh, you'll have to find out one oh, day. Oh, you'll find out. Yes. I so. love it. Thank you, guys. Oh my gosh. We do need music. We need like the Chicken like, City dance a, song. A Chicken City theme would be great. Uh, yes. Chicken okay. City-esque. Okay, so, so thousand, uh, di- thousand Foot Deep End says, this show started off dark. We needed to end with a crisis party. Yes, uh, agreed. Like, the hardest part about this job is trying to balance like the sad stuff like <laughs> horrible that horrible stuff you'd think that talking about pop culture wouldn't be like that but it absolutely there Woo, it is, oh my it gosh. is. It is. thank you guys celebrity culture is dark it is it like is, they're they're yeah. awful people so people need to know it is kind of dark it is so it's like i have to like uh, there are you wouldn't think that a job like this would require you to like Remind yourself that you don't need Prozac, that you can just do it yourself if you're just, uh, you if, got you, this. if you work on your mental health and you focus on, uh, like I literally have to go skating at the end of the day some days to just get over the fact that a lot of the stuff we talk about is just awful. Kind of so. sucks. Yes, it does. Agreed. Uh, Lydia, thank you so much. What do you, uh, who's the guest on IRL tonight? The guest on IRL tonight is a gentleman most of you guys probably don't know named Tommy Altman. Okay. We're going to talk about local politics and stuff. Th- there's a, thank you. Thank there's, you. There's local a, to uh, us or just yeah, local, local politics there's a um there's an inside joke we have here where every day i ask lydia i'm like who's the guest tonight and she tells I tell me him, and i go i have no I idea who, who that, that is, is. Yep. <laughs> um caper 2x said i want an air raid siren just for hannah claire yeah. well she deserves it <laughs> she uh, does she does um, yesterday she got me all off topic uh making fun of sequels and, and frankly, i didn't exactly help the situation no no and frankly i i didn't appreciate that <laughs> Beef. We have beef on PCC now. Yep. 
JD said, you guys should collect pics for TimCast.com from people's new gardens and chickens oh, and stuff. Oh, yeah. Show <gasps> everyone how influential it is. That'd be fun. That'd be a good idea. I want like a, a member section where we can post pictures of people's like starting garden stuff because I always love seeing that stuff out in the wild. Yep. It'd be a great idea. should recreate a MySpace page too. Is there any like forum yeah, for music. members to like talk to each other No, yet? because forums are tricky. They are, Then yeah. you have to decide if you're going to like make sure that Moderate. people behave yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's just we might use we're going to be using minds.com for some of our comments though mm-hmm. it's really fun stuff behind the scenes all right so uh now that you've let everyone know who the guest is anyway, yes. uh, <laughs> let everyone know where they can find you on social media you guys can find me on social media on twitter and minds.com at sarah patch lids you can find all of my socials i write for timcast.com i have my own sub stack i have an instagram i have an instagram for my cat i'm a very busy lady all of those can be found at sarahpatchlids.me you make me feel so like uh, like I don't do enough. I'm a busy I don't lady. Write, I don't write uh, articles. <laughs> I'm, I'm too busy up here trying to watch. I, I get I complain about having to watch Star Wars because it Aww. bums me out. You guys, and, and I'm Lydia's jealous. like I write articles for fun about really depressing writing. stuff. <laughs> I love so. writing it. It is. It's not depressing. I make it very encouraging. You should read them. All right. Rude. <laughs> uh, if I had the time. Uh-huh. If I had the time right now, Mary, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and WeChat at Closer Kitty. Whenever I post articles on TimCast.com, I promote them there. Perfect. Perfect. Guys, thank you again so much. You actually made the day much, much better considering how depressing all of this started, especially for me being in a, in a crappy <laughs> mood today, given everything that's going on. Uh, I want to thank you guys for that, uh, being ca- part of the show. Uh, it means the world to me for subscribing, liking the channel, watching it grow has been uh, truly a pleasure. So thank yeah. you. Uh, for me, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic. And for the show, again, Monday through Friday, right here on YouTube.com. That is Pop Culture Crisis. And it is 3 p.m. Eastern Standard time that is noon pacific if you want to eat a cali burrito and watch us banter about crappy movies and evil celebrities and all of this stuff uh it's a, it's a lot of fun so if you want to listen uh we are on spotify amazon music apple podcast and pandora and then on social media for the show we are on twitter at pop culture underscore show facebook and tiktok at pop culture crisis and on instagram at pop culture crisis pod we will be back with another episode tomorrow and ian will be co-hosting with us on friday so get ready Very for that exciting. we will see you then guys bye bye lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details